0: in three, in two, in one. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. I appreciate it. It's good to be with you. This is Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate. We're talking real estate appraisal, and we call this one USPAP and Growing a Pair. You understand, of course, it's possible to take that title two ways. Yes, this podcast uses the term, quote, growing a pair, unquote, in its more earthy sense. Later, however, it also uses the term in its more metaphorical sense. Let me explain how and why. Oh, first, here's a spoiler alert. As you, quote, grow a pair, unquote, you'll find you need to transition out of the GSE into the appraisal business. Into what? Well, I make some suggestions in the second half of this podcast, but how, when, and if you transition into something else is up to you. That said, real estate appraisers must proactively adapt. Adapt to what? To the inevitable changes to the industry. Which changes? As but one example, value acceptance is a done deal, so adapt to it. There are reasons Fannie Mae did not seek our input before she instituted this change. First of all, she did not need to seek our approval. Second, value acceptance is not a change in or to appraisal theory or practice. It's a change to Fannie Mae's mortgage loan underwriting practices. We appraisers have nothing to do with underwriting. We're appraisers, not underwriters. Therefore, why complain about Fannie Mae and the internal changes she has made? How she interprets and underwrites the risks inherent in making mortgage loans is her business, not ours. Next, let's stop worrying about, quote, protecting the public, unquote. Or even worse, quote, protecting the consumer, unquote. We appraisers do neither. On this topic of protection... Some appraisers conveniently misquote USPAP's preamble. It is true the preamble uses the words, quote, protect the public, unquote, but too many appraisers quote it out of context. Here is what the preamble actually says. The purpose of USPAP is, quote, to promote and maintain a high level of public trust and appraisal by establishing requirements for appraisers, unquote. It says nothing about protecting the public or the consumer. Then it adds, quote, the appraiser's responsibility is to protect the overall public trust, unquote. So, we act to protect the public's trust in what we do, etc. To reiterate, we appraisers do not protect the public, the consumer, or the client. Why? Simply, protection is not our job. Why do some appraisers want to take on a protection responsibility with which they're not charged? Why do appraisers want to accept responsibility for which we have no training? Why do some appraisal boards expect appraisers to conform to a standard of protection that does not exist? It is especially disturbing that some state appraisal boards do not understand the USPAP document they are supposed to interpret and enforce. Let me stress this state appraisal board members listen up appraisers do not protect anybody why because we appraisers by definition are independent impartial and objective we are disinterested third-party observers we broker facts we provide analyses so our clients can make informed decisions appraisers are not the public's champions not its benefactors, not its advocates. There is no requirement anywhere that we protect anybody from anything. So state boards, why do you think appraisers must protect the consumer or the borrower? Have you ever even read the USPAP document? When you do, you'll realize this is true. So please read it. Let's consider bias because of so-called appraiser bias there is a lot of hand-wringing out there about the changes the federal government is poised to make to real estate appraisal the ramifications of this empty need are far more important than the changes fannie mae has made to its underwriting processes Appraisers complain about these proposed federal changes on platforms such as Facebook, in various online forums, on LinkedIn, in industry publications, and so forth. In reality, there is no empirical, double-blind evidence appraisers are biased. Unfortunately, there is much evidence going back many years that appraisal is biased. Those who have investigated this suggest this institutional bias would not be all that difficult to fix, but those repairs will require appraisers as a group to abandon the current GSE appraisal mindset. That mindset is, among other misconceptions, that an appraisal is something to crank out of the factory as quickly as possible. Instead, we must restore the mindset the client can and should be able to trust us, that we provide quality client-specific and property-specific consulting and valuation services. This quality and specificity take time, care, and finesse. In other words, due diligence. We must also abandon the mindset that our services are not that valuable. In reality, they are. But, for reasons unexplicable, we have abandoned to the AMC industry our ability to dictate to them what we are worth. In this area, if appraisers ever even had a pair, we lost them a long time ago. So, appraisers must grow a pair and adapt to these inevitable changes. We must take proactive steps about the changes that those ignorant of what we do and how we do it want to impose on us. We appraisers have the opportunity to abandon our silo mindset. This is a mindset that we are alone, insulated from each other, and owe each other and the public nothing. Rather, proactively, we must cooperate with each other. To abandon the silo mindset, appraisers must seek strength in unity and unity in compromise. About three quarters of real estate appraisers in the United States are not part of a larger appraisal organization. For reasons inexplicable, we have chosen this isolation. Thus, we appraisers have chosen to have no voice, no strength, and no unity. Therefore, because of our bunkering mindset, we have also limited our ability to achieve these goals of strength and unity. So what are we to do? The short answer to this last question is to affiliate with a nationwide appraisal organization, then demand its leadership take a reasoned and reasonable stance for appraisers. Are you aware of these changes our critics want to impose on us? If not, you are then indeed guilty of a silo mindset and are part of the problem. Please engage in your due diligence. Your silo ignorance will not protect you from this potential onslaught. Now, in this second part of the podcast, I want to transition to use the term, quote, grow a pair, unquote, in the metaphorical sense. For example, to leave GSE work behind, we might need to grow a new set of appraisal skills. We might need to grow a new book or books of business. Some appraisers may even need to get out of their silos and into the sunshine, wind, and rain of the appraisal business in 2023. This business is much different than it was in 2018, just five years ago. Just so you'll know, there are so many areas of real property appraisal outside of GSE work. While GSE work is relatively easy to enter, and there usually is an abundance of work, Given the changes Fannie Mae has made in the future, there may be less GSE work for residential real estate appraisers. This alone should be reason enough to grow new skills and new books of business. So, there is no reason to complain and worry about changes. They are going to happen. So, grow a new book or books of business. Grow a new set of skills. Such proaction on our part can and must replace all or part of our GSE business. What are these skill sets? What are these books of business? Have you considered tax appeal work? As older appraisers retire, new opportunities will blossom in this field. Chances are you'll need a general appraisal certification to engage in this practice. This can be a challenge, especially without a college degree, but this may be a chance to abandon your silo and GSE mindset to partner with a general appraiser in this market niche. Tax appeals is a lucrative market niche. It's challenging work in which GSE guidelines are utterly irrelevant. How liberating will that be, right? How about providing due diligence services to real estate brokers and investors? That is both another skill set as well as another book of business and as an added bonus. Since you're not providing a value opinion, it's a valuation service, not an appraisal. Therefore, your level of state certification may be moot. This too is a challenging and small niche. It requires specialized education, training, and experience but those opportunities are out there if you proactively seek them. One book of business appraisers have openly ignored for the past 70 years is collaborating with sellers. Sellers tend to depend on brokers to tell them what their house is worth, but there's an inherent conflict of interest in that relationship. Brokers get paid on commission to sell houses, not to advise sellers. So the broker's goal is to get the listing or the sale thus the Commission. Since we appraisers are consultants, we're paid to provide advice and counsel. This is a far more noble calling, don't you think? So why have we appraisers not dominated this market? Why have we appraisers ignored it to the benefit of the brokers? Perhaps this is another area in which appraisers need to grow a pair. Let's consider just one more skill set and book of business which appraisers could naturally open and master. Given appraisers expertise with ANSI, why not make measuring houses a specialty? Buyers, sellers, investors and even brokers need this service and other appraisers need it too. This could be especially lucrative if you specialized in measuring large or complex properties, don't you think? So let's circle back to where we started. Appraisers need to stop worrying and complaining. We need to grow a pair. We need to stop worrying about the changes that Fannie Mae has made to her underwriting protocols. She underwrites mortgages, we provide appraisals. And besides, Fannie Mae's changes affect a relatively small percentage of the loans she'll purchase. So, the impact on appraisers, at least in the short term, will be negligible to small. It's time we stop complaining about the charges of bias our critics have leveled against us. Those charges will not stop anytime soon we will mitigate these charges when we choose to explain persuasively how it is we do it and why it is we do it right now all we do is summarize that we did something and then expect the client simply to believe us isn't that mindset rather silly why are we hooked on merely stating facts when will we transition to persuading our clients via evidence reason and logic why we are right not that we are right but why we are right now is the time to grow a pair we do that when we stop complaining about our problems and we start proacting to solve them we do that when we abandon our silos and proactively work with other appraisers appraisal societies and state appraisal coalitions to better our profession. We do that when we proactively develop new skill sets. We do that when we proactively begin new books of business. All of these avenues to greater skills and more business are open and available to appraisers right now. Are appraisers going to keep complaining? Are appraisers going to refuse to attain new skills? Are appraisers going to assume there will always be plenty of GSE work? If so, the rest of us who are willing to change and adapt are not going to drag you into the future with us. We won't accept that burden. To do so would just hold us back. In all candor, appraisers need to transition out of the GSE end of the appraisal business. Right now, there is too much competition and too few assignments. You'll transition to other areas of real estate appraisal for your own good. Grow new skill sets. Grow new books of business. Are you going to sit in your silo and complain about Fannie Mae? If so, maybe you should get out of the appraisal business altogether. You're just holding the rest of us back. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. It's an honor to be with you. I appreciate the fact that you take time out of your busy schedule to sit down and listen to these podcasts. If I can ever be of service to you, please feel free to call me. Tim at theappraisersadvocate.com is my email address. My website is theappraisersadvocate.com, and I've got a whole lot of stuff on my YouTube channel, The Appraisers Advocate. I look forward to working with you. It will be a pleasure. So please let me extend my best to you and your families. And as one last question before we go, is your professional demeanor professional enough? Now we're clear.